This episode of Weekly Sauce is brought to you by uh, Chetty's Hot Sauce. Visit Chetty'sHotSauce.ca and use Hot Sauce 25 for 25% off. Uh, Chetty's is probably the best hot sauce I've ever had. Chris, I don't know if you're a hot sauce guy, man, but uh, they got some sick stuff. We just did a giveaway uh, with Chef Derek Kersey last week, and he he told me he messaged us privately, and he said he loved it. Um, so, man, Chetty's Hot Sauce, the best hot sauce. It's unbelievable. You get 25% off of the entire website. So anything you want, 25% off, knock a quarter of it off, and it's for you. Uh, this episode of Weekly Sauce is uh, special. We have uh, Chris Brown of Sports Talk with Chris, so we met through ASAP, uh, which is All Sports All Play Network with Freddie Freeman and those guys. Uh, I had a great time talking to you last time, Chris. Uh, Also, I'm joined by my co-host Alex, as usual, Alex the Intern Corleone. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you. How's it going, buddy? Uh, Pretty good, man. Um, Just living life and getting ready for life without sports. Uh, We're just going to have NFL. So, yeah, man. I love the NFL. Chris, how's it been, buddy? Oh, man, it's been great, you know. Good news coming from my football team. Everybody's coming back healthy. Life is going great. <laughs> so, yeah, so your football team, you're from Philadelphia, so you're a Philly guy. You can hear it in yes. your voice. Uh, when we first met you, it was on the debate show with uh, the ASAP guys. Shout out to them. They do, they run a great, uh, great shop over there. And you were wearing your Philadelphia Phil, uh, Sixers jersey. And yes. I was like, this guy's for sure an Eagles fan. <laughs> uh, and then the, the Eagles and the Cowboys comments started coming. So I was like, okay, we got to get this in. Uh, then I, uh, I listened to your last episode uh, on your show, Sports Talk with Chris. And right away, man, boom, off the gun. You're talking shit about the Cowboys fans. So I had to rebut. Um, what is it that you don't like about Cowboys fans? It's just the excuses and living through the past. You know, I'm 19 years old myself in college, and I know a lot of Cowboys fans my age talk about Super Bowls that they weren't even alive from. Even older people talk about Super Bowls from the 90s, but you, you know, do the 2000s from now, they don't have anything to say. It's just excuse after every season. Then going into the season, they'll tell you they're winning the Super Bowl. When they start losing, it's an excuse, and all season they disappear. And right when August, September comes, here comes, oh, we're at Super Bowl bound, we're Super Bowl bound. Yeah. I just can't deal with it anymore. So, I, I mean, Alex, I'll shoot it to you, but I agree. I'm a Cowboys fan, and uh, I'm not exactly like that, but I can say that it's hard for me not to be excited about them at the beginning of the season, especially looking at that roster, especially the offense, right, Alex? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Alex is Ravens the club. I am a Ravens fan, but Cowboys, the only thing I know, like, I don't know much about their fans. I just know people are saying they're annoying. People are saying, uh, you know, stupid and all that stuff. But uh, the Cowboys, they've lost a huge piece in their offense, Prescott. But even before Prescott, they were having trouble and they're just poorly managed games where they couldn't start off right. And they came back at the end. Like they always have to trail from behind. It's not. But that's been the Cowboys MO for a long time. It's been, even when they had Tony Romo, Tony Romo, how many fourth quarter comebacks does he have? You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just, they've yeah. always put themselves in this position. They've always been on paper good enough to be successful, to basically run away with the division, even though you're a Philly fan, Chris, I know you can agree with me that the Cowboys on paper should automatically be winning the division basically every year. 
Yeah, you know, so some years they're not, you know, as quite of a good football team as a lot of people make them, you know, to believe. But some the past couple of years, you look at their roster, especially last year, you say, okay, th this team is legit. You know, this year I didn't really like their roster on the defensive side, but you yeah. look at their offense and you say they have weapons everywhere, tight ends, O-line, running back, wide receivers with a quarterback. So, you know, they're just a disappointment to me. I'm not going to go too crazy on them, but their roster and how they play is just a big disappointment. They're a disappointment to me too, Chris, man. And I agree <laughs> with you with a lot of things you say that Cowboys fans do get a little overzealous, especially mm -hmm. when, like you said, when it comes August, like, yeah, Super Bowl. But though, I don't even think Super Bowl for Cowboys. I thought they would be running away with this division. No offense to the Eagles. I have a ton of respect for the Eagles. You know how much respect I have for the Eagles? I picked them in my Survivor Week 1, and they fucked me over when they lost to the Redskins. So, oh, me too. <laughs> me too, buddy. So, yeah. Um, man, fuck the Cowboys. It's like, yeah, the defense is here. I can, I can tell you, they didn't look good at all. I mean, and now they started getting rid of all the guys that they signed. They, they, they cut Worley because he got burnt by Christian Kirk. They cut Everson Griffin. McCoy was injured. They cut Poe. Um, they kept Alden Smith, which I'm happy about because he's pretty much been like one of the only guys that's been playing well. But, you know, th that division is up in the air, man. And the Eagles, if they don't take advantage of this, fire everybody. Fire everybody, right? Yeah, I mean, the Eagles, you know, you look at the Eagles at the beginning of the year, everybody was hurt. Even before the season started, we had Andre Dillard, the starting left tackle, go down. We had our starting right guard, all pro Brandon Brooks, go down. You know, one of our key wide receivers we traded for opted out. Then we had wide receivers and the O-line and running back gets hurt. So the first, you know, six, seven weeks, we were dealing with injuries. But now is the time in the season where we're about to go through after we play the Cowboys, then uh, we have the Giants to buy. Then we have a crazy six-game schedule where we have to be healthy. But right now we're hitting on our strides. The defense is amazing. We're top five in sacks. The offense is picking up the pace with more people coming hurt. So, yeah, you know, in the beginning of the year, it was the Cowboys division to lose. But now it's looking like the Eagles division to lose. Exactly. What did you think about losing Nelson Aguilar? Because I've because he's killing it right now with the Raiders. I was happy he left. I wanted him to go. I was not. I was never a fan of Nelson Aguilar. You know, I congratulate him and I, you know, applaud him for doing this thing with the Raiders. But with the Eagles, he was Mister Drop Passes. He was Mister Fumble. You know, he did have a good year. The year we went to the Super Bowl. That's because we had so many other options. He was the one. You know, being left open. So I'm glad he's doing this thing with the Raiders. But I'm also glad he's not in the Philadelphia Eagle uniform. Remember anymore. that guy. The Oh, like, yeah, for the fire. He's like, Yeah, I caught it, not like Agalor. <laughs> no, probably the worst time you can throw a jab at somebody, but whatever. Shit, what it is. Um, so the AFC East, the NFC East, sorry, it's it's Cowboys or Eagles. I think the Eagles are gonna. I, I listen, I like Wentz, man. I like Wentz. I've always liked him. I've never really been a hater on the guy. I've been disappointed a lot, and I think most Eagles fans are probably disappointed because you win with Foles when Wentz is having an MVP a year that year right so then Foles ends up winning mm -hmm. the Super Bowl fine you know crazy stuff gimmicks all that stuff it worked and now the next year you come in so okay our quarterback's better Wentz is better than Foles I don't think anybody could deny that and you know he just has his misses man he kind of I don't know man like he has the ability to be like a 4,000 yard passer maybe like a 3-8 um maybe 30 touchdowns, but it's just something is not clicking. But like you said earlier at the beginning of the show is that, you know, a lot of injuries, man, they're coming back. So we'll see. We'll see what the Eagles could do. And I'm rooting for them. I really hope because I like what they do, the Eagles. I mean, I do, you know, I respect them to a certain extent. I, I can't respect them too much as a Cowboys fan, you know, just yeah, enough. I understand. Just enough. <laughs> uh, let's flip to the AFC North. Uh, Alex is a Ravens fans. This division's very, it's very interesting to me. 
the AFC North division is crazy interesting to me because you got the Steelers that undefeated. Now you got the Ravens at what are they at five and two now? Uh, five and one. Five and one. Sorry, I gave them an extra loss just to piss you off. Um, now the Ravens are five and one. The uh, Browns are at five and two. Right? Is that could they be five and two? No, they're four and two. Four and two or four and three. But whatever, Bengals are a wash, but they're playing well. I think they're five and two. Um, now this division's a toss-up. Okay, well, I'll start with Chris. I'll throw it to you. What do you think this division is going to look like towards the end of the season? And is are the Steelers the real deal? Are they going to be able to win this division? I think this division is honestly going to come down to the you know the last couple of games. I think the Steelers are the real deal. I have some questions about them because I mean you look at their schedule. You know, outside of Tennessee, they really haven't played the best of the best competition. They played the Hurt Eagles team, the Browns that we all know are a pump fake or NFL team. Houston, who traded away everybody, Denver, New York. So Baltimore, honestly, is going to be their real test. And after Baltimore, their toughest game for the rest of the year is Baltimore again. So they have a pretty easy schedule. Their defense is great, you know, outside of Devin Bush being injured. They still have a great pass rush, a great uh, run-stopping defense. And the Ravens, to me, they're still the team to beat. Even though they're not undefeated, I think, you know, that team, the move they made by trading for another pass rusher when they're already top five in sacks, I think this team is offensive-wise better. Defense is the same there, if not better. So right now, I think the Ravens have to pick it up, but I still do think they're the team to beat. Yeah, the Steelers are playing the Ravens this week, like you said, so it's going to be a big matchup. Alex? So I do think it's it's really going to depend, like I said, like Chris, it's really going to depend on the games with the Steelers. Uh, this game will probably go to – this division will probably go to the wire and and the last few games will determine who wins the division. Uh, the Steelers do have the easier, I'd say, schedule left. Uh, I see they still have to play Bengals twice. They have to play Cowboys. They have to play Jaguars. So – Washington football team. The Ravens' last five uh, weeks, just to give you how easy their last five weeks are going to be for the Ravens, they got Cowboys, Browns, Jaguars, Giants, Bengals. That's okay, a nice so, 5-0 and right there. Yeah. Maybe you lost to the Cowboys, maybe. <laughs> That's not going to happen, especially not, with, <laughs> especially not without Prescott. So oh, ben DiNucci, man, he's the, he's the savior. Benny Good boy. boy <laughs> Um, so what do you think the division is going to look like? Um, I think we're going to win the division. Yeah. Uh, but it's probably going to be by either um, an advantage. So let's, we, we might finish the same records. Okay. But we might have the division advantage. Because like season, I said, man. those – those two games against the Steelers will be huge. Well, this week is the big one. You got to tie them up. Yeah, exactly. Because so the Browns these... are five and two right now, so they're only one game behind the Ravens. Browns are also dangerous. So, but yeah. we beat them. So, so we do have advantage over them so far right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I said, it's called going to pound until the end of the season. I do love the additions we made. Uh, Des Bryant on the practice squads. So. We're not throwing Des Bryant on the field right away. We're going to give him time, see if he's, you know, back to to his old self. Well, he's got it. Yeah, um, he can't just jump in, right? It's uh, He hasn't played in three full seasons. And coming yeah, off an Achilles feel, injury. Yeah, I feel like he's at least going to be there for two weeks yeah. of practice squads, at least two weeks. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, oh, mm. my God. I, Crazy I, I fucking, love, fucking love that dude. Uh, he's going to be – 
in, in, in addition to what we currently have. So we're going to have Matt Judon from one side and Yannick Gagquay from another side. So there's going to be a really – and since um, Wink Martindale, our defensive coordinator, loves to rush a lot, so these additions are just – well, Yannick Gagquay additionally is perfect. Um, so I'm really satisfied, and I just cannot wait to see the game – on this Sunday with uh, the Steelers because I feel like that's going to be a really good game. So, Chris, you kind of smiled when you mentioned Yannick Ngakwe. What's he going to bring to the defense? Oh, my goodness. You're talking about him, Judon, Calais Campbell. That pass rush is going to be insane. You know, like I said earlier, they're already top five when it comes to sacks. So, you had another dominant pass rusher. It's just going to help this team out, help their defensive line out because last year, you know, my mom's side of the family is all Ravens fans. So, if it's not okay. the Eagles, it's the Ravens. I got a lot of Ravens jersey. Show the Ravens love. But yeah. last year, the problem with me with the Ravens was mostly their defensive line. You know, I didn't have any faith in them. And now this year, they went in, they signed a big ta- uh, nose tackle. You have Calais Campbell. Now you go get another defensive end. They're answering a lot of questions for me. And Des Bryant is another question. If he plays well, then they answer, that answers that wide receiving question for me. Well, the thing about Des is that, yeah, three years off, I don't I don't know why nobody ever really signed him. I mean, he could have been he came useful. back with the uh, Saints. Yeah, I know, came last year. But he played two, two, two full seasons where he wasn't signed. And the Saints signed him yeah. at the beginning of the season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like late in the offseason. So it's just, I don't know what it was with Des Bryant, why he wasn't signed, but Listen, as a Cowboys fan, I'll, I'll ride him hard. The guy's fucking – I love Des Bryant. And he knows his role. I mean, I follow him on Twitter. I'm a big fan of the guy. He's a super nice guy. And he knows his role. He even said, I'll come in as a tight end with the Ravens. This is last year, you know. So that's a, that's sick That's sick to say because it's like he knows that he has a specific role. He's not going to be the one-dimensional receiver that he was before. So, so the role I see for Des Bryant with the Ravens is an end-zoned threat. Yeah, I don't feel body. like he's – the. I don't feel like he's the type of dude who's going to be playing on the field. Like for a large majority of the snaps, he's more going to be in the end zone, like to, to catch a touchdown here and there, maybe. Uh, yeah. So exactly what he said to play as a tight end and crucial moments. So even on fourth down, he might come on and, you know, give a few yards for the cat, like, like catch for a few yards Cause, Cause he is a fucking huge ass dude. He's yeah. he's tall. He's tall. He can go get contest catches. So listen, there's, there's like very few routes that he does really well. The one route that he runs really well is a fade. He runs a fade extremely well, and he runs that slant because he's so big. He takes up he takes up a lot of space. So those are the two routes that you might see him in, which means he'll most likely play from the slot in close in close counters, maybe like on a third down kind of thing like that. So that's where you'll see Des Bryant. That's where he'll make his money too. And I don't think that they expect more from him. If they expect more, then they'll be disappointed. But John Harbaugh is a good yeah. enough coach, and I think that it gives uh, Lamar Jackson just an extra outlet that he can use, you know what I mean, on the run, just quick out. I mean, Des Bryant, is, he's good. I mean, he was on pace to be a Hall of Famer. And he, he still has the record for the most touchdowns in Cowboys history. I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of this at the beginning of the episode with Chris the 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 history that the Cowboys have, even though it's fucking twenty five years ago. The history that they have for him to pass Michael Irvin, who is a Hall of Famer, you know he's up there, man. You know, and, and I think that there's a lot of disrespect to Des Bryant uh, to why he wasn't signed, but there must there was something there, and I don't think we all know the full story. Um, the AFC 
as a whole is interesting to me because I don't know who's going to be in the playoffs. I mean, you can tell who the top four are going to be. We assume Buffalo is going to win their division. We assume the Ravens or Steelers are going to win their division, which means the other team is going to be in the playoffs as well. We assume the Chiefs are going to win their division, and we're assuming that the uh, the Titans are going to win their division. So that's five teams right there. Who are the next two? Chris, I'll start with you. Man, next two. I honestly had the Colts being in the playoffs this year. You know, they had a lot of injuries starting running back, you know, other defensive people being hurt. So I think the uh I think the Colts might be able to sneak in there. And honestly, the Browns. The Browns or the Raiders is going to be that other pick for me. The Raiders are being very, very well. I know they're three and three, but a lot of games they're lost really come down to the fourth quarter. I think the Bills is going to destroy their division. You know, this, the AFC North, there's going to be, I think, three teams in there possibly. And in the South, other than the Titans and the Colts, everybody else only has one win. So the AFC, it. it's not diverse, honestly. It's it's tough, man, because now what's a big matchup we have this week is the Ravens and uh, Ra- Raiders and the Browns. Um, mm-hmm. Then the Raiders have, you know, a somewhat easy schedule the rest of the season. Chargers, Broncos, Chiefs, Falcons, that might be a, a split there. Uh, then you got Jets, Colts, Chargers, Dolphins, and then they end the season with Broncos. So they have a pretty nice schedule going forward to make a run. Uh, when it comes to the Browns, on the other hand, though, where the Browns, their schedule gets a little bit it's – it's a little bit different. Actually, I just had it here. There it is. Okay. Uh, so the Browns, that's where it comes a little tighter. So they're playing the Raiders. Then they play. The, then they have a bye week. Then they have Texans, Eagles, Jaguars, Titans, mm-hmm. Ravens, Giants, Jets, Steelers. So they have four games there where it's like – they really got to play really tough. The rest, I can see them winning. So um, I think if it's not going to be the, I agree with the Raiders, Browns, you know, kind of flex in there. The Patriots, I feel like we can't ignore them. And the Patriots are in the mix. Alex, what do you think? Surprisingly, I'm going to tell you the Patriots are not making the playoffs. Uh, the ones who I, the, the other two that you asked who are going to make the playoffs, my guess are the Browns. So it's going to be three teams from the AFC North. And surprisingly, I'm going to go probably Colts, Mm -hmm. but don't disregard the Raiders. Yeah, exactly. The Raiders are in There's something that tells me there that they might have a chance. Honestly, it's all going to depend on how Carr is going to perform for the rest of the season. I know he's been playing great. Uh, he has great stats up to now, but I'm not sure if he's going to be able to keep that up. Uh, if he is, then watch out. The, the Raiders might be getting in the playoffs. I think that the Raiders right now, they're, they're, they're operating at like with momentum, and I feel like they're building that momentum towards the end of the year. Uh, I'm sold on the Raiders. My brother's a Raiders fan. He actually sold me the other night. We were on his balcony drinking whiskey and having a cigar, and he sold me. He's like, fuck, the Raiders are in. I'm like, you know what? I agree. I'm in. I'm sold on the Raiders just because of him. Um, now let's switch it to the NFC side. So uh, let's assume the Eagles are going to win that division, probably at a seven and nine. Um, then we got the NFC North. We got Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. Who's going to come up with that division? Because that division to me is another shit show. Chris, I'll start with you. 
Yeah, Chris. Yeah, you know, the Bears are five and two. I didn't I don't think a lot of people see outside of Bears fans, nobody really saw the Bears being five and two right now. I don't see them being able to keep up that momentum. I don't like the offensive weapons, their defense, you know, they're good, but sometimes they're here and there. The Packers, the mirror, the only legit squad in the NFC North. The Vikings, I had them being a disappointed team in the beginning of the year, and they're only checking off that box. Kirk Cousins, man, he's a pump fake. Nobody thought he was a real quarterback. I don't know why he resigned. The Lions are kind of in rebuild mode. Yeah, so for me, I see the Packers, you know, even though with the Bears 5-2, and two, I don't see them being able to keep up that success. But the Packers, on the other hand, they're legit. They're going to easily win this division. Alex? Um, yes, I do see the Packers probably probably finishing the first seeds. Well, for me, it's either them or the Seahawks. There's probably no – Oh, first seed for the conference, you mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, first okay. seed in the conference. Uh Packers, Seahawks, uh, Buccaneers going to make the playoffs. Uh-huh. NFC East. Do they win East. the division? Buccaneers, yeah. Yeah, they win the division. I think Saints make the playoffs. I don't see them not making it. NFC East is a crapshoot. I don't think anyone can win it. Eagles. Uh, e- e- even Giants, man. Even Giants can win a division. Nah, <laughs> I like what they're doing. They're building, but no Barkley. Forget it. You need Barkley in there. To win. Yeah, yeah. Re- realistically, yeah, they they're not. But it's, they're a fun story. They're a cute story. Yeah. Fun story. Uh, Bears can't chip over the ten yard line ever again. <laughs> Bears, I do feel like they're gonna make the playoffs. Uh, cards, Rams, I feel like they're gonna miss out at the end, and I feel like Saints are gonna get the last spot. So it, Rams and f- for me, Niners and Rams are, are are on the bubble. Yeah, and Saints, Cards, Bears, Buccaneers, Seahawks, and the NFC East team will make the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's the thing about the NFC. It's a lot more stacked than the AFC is. But the AFC, especially compared to last year, last year's NFC was so much better than the AFC, where this year it's kind of somewhat balanced. Uh, but the NFC, I mean, I see the Eagles winning their division, Bucks winning their division. Uh, I got Packers as well. And th- that's that uh, NFC West is very interesting to me because we can easily see three teams make the playoffs from that division. Why, why aren't we talking about the Arizona Cardinals making the playoffs? You know what I mean? Uh, they had a tough they had a tough out last week, but I think what they've shown us is that they can be a playoff team. You know what I mean? Christian Kirk. I mean the fact that Fitzgerald is your third receiver, which is where he should be, means that offense is doing really well. I mean that offense is good. Kenny and Drake. I mean I like what they're doing. Kyler Murray has really impressed me. I was I wasn't super high on him when he got drafted. I felt like he was kind of like maybe I'll play baseball, but then as soon as he committed. I was like, man, as soon as I saw him play, I was like, this guy's the real deal, man. Chris, what do you think about that division and the Cardinals maybe making a playoff spot? Yeah, I mean, this is by far to me the best division in the NFL. You look at the 49ers, they're the last team in this division at four and three. And majority of their players are hurt. So just imagine if they were fully healthy. Yeah. So, you know, I think this division, honestly, it might be all four teams we see in the playoffs. We It might happen. It might be something we've never seen before. But with Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, you know, they were another one of my teams that I had being a sleeper team because they made a lot of moves this offseason, not only in the draft, but, you know, in free agency. And Kyler Murray's a beast. You know, he's the next Russell Wilson for me. He has to fix some accuracy problems that Russell Wilson doesn't have. 
Oh. But this dude is legit. And this Cardinals team won three games in a row. They beat uh, Seattle. Their defense only held Seattle to seven points in, you know, third, fourth quarter in overtime. And that offense scored 20. So I think this team is legit. And I do believe they will get into the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, I'm high on Cardinals too. Alex? Yeah, the yeah the NFC West is I, – I called it right from the – Right, right from the start, before the season even started, so the NFC West would be a the, the division to watch because I've seen the additions, cards made DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I've seen the progression of Buddha Baker, amazing safety. Oh man, he's uh, yes. So cards are that division is absolutely stacked. Yeah. Uh, I thought Rams would finish last. But they're surprisingly looking good because I cause they I've made seen a comeback, lose. you know, like they had a shitty year last year, but they made a comeback mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, I've seen them make like lose a couple players in the offseason. I thought, hey, maybe well, they couldn't they're afford everybody. Last. They were paying everybody. Mm-hmm. They Todd Gurley, they couldn't afford him anymore. Goff signed yeah. that big contract. You know, Gurley doing really well with Atlanta. I mean, just Atlanta is really kind of like on that downfall, but. You know, Todd Gurley's having a good season, and it's it shows how good of a player he actually is to be able to dominate in both those both those squads. I I I personally think like they they gave up on well they didn't gave up but they just didn't want to risk the Gurley knee because I know his they it's have tough some to, questions to about give his knee. A thirty year old running back that amount of money that he was asking for. Yeah, pretty much, and that's and I think that the contract the Falcons gave him was a small one for. Was a two-year contract, I believe. I think it was a two-year deal, yeah. But it wasn't. So, it wasn't yeah. like crazy uh, Jared Goff money, but it was still yeah. a lot for a running back. But Atlanta ha- needed that. Uh, they had got. They had left Devontae Freeman go. Um, they and needed Col- the number one running back because they knew that Matt Ryan's arm. <clears throat> sorry, that Matt Ryan's arm is kind of falling down now. He's not able to throw those deep balls to Julio anymore. Julio, we've seen the effect that. Matt Ryan has had on Julio's career is huge right now. And it's not a knock on Matt Ryan. It's just evolution, man. You, you can't throw it that far deep every single time. And I think a guy like Calvin really becomes a real, you realize how important he is to that offense. And he is the future of that offense. And you might want to consider drafting a quarterback to build, to rebuild right now. I think this is the year for them to rebuild. Um, Chris, I'm going to ask you one question and then we'll end okay. it there. My question to you is if the Eagles can make one trade, one trade this year that would fix their biggest concern, what would it be? Man, biggest concern. I would say, man, trading for a linebacker. Trading for On the defensive end, I would say trading for a linebacker. Our linebackers and pass coverage are terrible. They're decent in the run, not great. You know, we're missing a star linebacker that we used to have. Well, on the offensive side, I would just say another running back. Even though Miles Sanders is playing great, we don't have no backup. So, you know, running back and linebackers, to me, is the only two things this Eagles team need and to get healthy. I agree. I agree. Alex, Ravens, you think they would? You think there's a trade to be made there, or is Des Bryant the, the, the plug that they needed? Uh Apparently they were looking at um, what's his face. They were looking at Zach Ertz uh, not long ago, and they wanted to add Zach Ertz, but I believe the price was a bit too steep. Well, for the and Eagles, for the yeah. Eagles to get rid of Zach Ertz is not. I mean, Zach Ertz is great. We know we love mm-hmm. Zach Ertz, but Dallas Gardner's there. He's coming back. Uh, yeah, he's but there. yeah, and the only reason why these well. As soon as they saw the the price for Zach Ertz, I feel they backed off and went for Des Bryant instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not even sure why we even 
going for Zach Gertz because we have Mark Andrews. Different player, like though. Be, it is a different right. player, yeah. but both are tight ends. Both are going to ask a lot of snaps. So I'm just not too sure about I that I think the move. Des Bryant or, signing is, is more similar to what kind of a player Zach Gertz is. You know what I mean? He's kind of a big guy yeah. that can run deeper than Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is great in the red zone. I love Mark Andrews. He saved my fantasy season last year. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 yeah, and I feel like Des Bryant will be more of a situational player. So like like depending on his role, he's going to be there for certain specific plays, and that's where he, we're going to take advantage of him. Yeah, that's it. For me, if I had to answer that question for the Cowboys, I'd say you know trade coaches. Uh, I think that just whole coaching staff, just a whole switch of the coaching staff. I think the problem is resolved. I think that they got Mike rid of a lot again? of cancers in the locker room. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I think that the coaching is the problem with the Cowboys this year. And if they can somehow eliminate all of them and bring some new guys in, I think it'll be good. So so you're saying fire Mike McCarty? Some fire everybody. Mike Nolan, Thomas Sula, uh, Mike McCarthy. Keep Kellen Moore. He's the only guy from the top four that you keep. Kellen Moore. And the special teams coordinator, you got to keep him because he's, he's made some nice plays like that play against the Falcons. Yeah, one so, game. There you go. <laughs> All right, boys, that's it, man. Good stuff. Again, this episode of Weekly Sauce is brought to you by Chetty's Hot Sauce. Visit Chetty'sHotSauce.ca and use Hot Sauce 25 for 25% off your entire the entire website. Best hot sauce in town. Chris, I appreciate it, man. Where can everybody find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at SportsW underscore Chris, SportsW underscore Chris. You can also find my network. I'm on there Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday night. All sports, all plays on Facebook, all sports, all plays. Thank you for the opportunity to be on here, and I loved it. No, man, we'll share everything, and the uh, same thing with you. Alex, I appreciate it again, buddy. As usual, good stuff, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.